0: Welcome to our very first Quick Cap of Complicated Women, a real-time discussion of what we're hearing, reading, and watching. Hi, Kate. Hi, Corinne. (laughs) Okay, so the Dare Me trailer came out. I I know you haven't read it yet, but I... But I know you're a fan. I love this book, Dare Me, by Megan Abbott which is billed as Fight Club meets Mean Girls. I mean, what what's not to be excited about there?
1: I'd watch it. Right. Based <laughs> yeah. on that alone.
0: The show is finally, has a, a trailer and a release date. If you haven't seen it yet, you have to watch it. It's It looks good. The show will be out December 29th. So you have plenty of time to read the book before it comes out. It's set... Somewhere where cheerleading and football are... Oh, that's great. are religions, right? A small town. And the trailer promo says, there's something dangerous about the boredom of teenage girls. Something like that. Yeah, I know. I'm so excited. So it's... I I was flipping through the book. I found a quote that I thought was just perfect for our podcast and hopefully will convince you that we need to read this and, and do this one for for the show so let me set the scene a little bit the story centers around a group of high school girls um Addie Hanlon is the narrator it's mostly her perspective and then her best friend Beth Cassidy and then there's also the new cheer coach Colette French and at first when the new coach comes in Addie and Beth are sort of not into her leadership but they slowly start to warm to each other, more. some more than others. But in this particular scene, they're all sitting at Coach's house after a really intense practice. And they're all sitting on the back porch and the sun's setting and they're starting to warm to each other. And they talk a little bit more intimately, a little bit more deeply. And so, and one of the women, Tacy says, or one of the girls, says she never feels so perfect as when she's flying in the air when they, when they throw her up in a basket toss. And she wonders, wow. would a boy ever make her feel that way, she asks. Would a man. We all look at Coach who's smiling and nearly laughing even, leaning back on her lounger and flinging one leg over the other. Girly, she says, lively and light, like you rarely hear from her. You have no idea the wonderful things men will make you feel. Tacey smiles. We all do. And terrible things, too, Coach adds, her voice tinier now. But the oh. terrible things are are kind of wonderful, too, I guess. Tacey props her feet up on the foot of Coach's lounger. How can something terrible ever be wonderful, she asks. Mm. And I cringe a little. I know how, I want to say. I know how. Everything wonderful is terrible, too. So... A little,
1: yeah, a little teaser. That is a teaser. And is this your favorite Megan Abbott book? You know,
0: I support all of her books and I love all of her books. But I came to it after The Fever really broke out and I loved The Fever. But I went back and found Dare Me after that. And I was like, oh, I thought I liked The Fever. Dare Me crushed it. So wow, I have a real soft spot for this one. Let's just say that.
1: And, and this I'm, is the first one being made, of any of hers, being made yes. into something. So, so obviously you're not alone in,
0: in this In everyone loving a it. A favorite, yeah. yeah. And I think the time is right. I think this is a good time to have something like this come out.
1: And this is a TV or movie? Sorry. TV.
0: I, it's TV. Oh, everything's it's, TV now. Yes, it's going to be a show um, on USA. So I'm interested. I like that it'll be dark and I'm excited. It, How good is the material on TV right now? I, oh my gosh Really, There's particularly s- for women So much It's so exciting for us, for this podcast, right? I right? love and it And I know yes. you want to
1: talk about the morning show I don't know if you want to talk about it yet You know But I did watch two episodes Oh, you So did I was too. ready I did oh last gosh.
0: night Oh, interesting So are you convinced? Should we cover it on the show? I am definitely convinced
1: Oh, yes Okay, And I good. know you felt like I, you, you said you watched two episodes too? Yes, or, okay, I've only so, watched two Right, and the first one, I I mm. was like, you know, I was into it, but I think mm. you said, you know, you're yeah. kind of doing other stuff. I I sort of had the same thing. I wasn't completely drawn in, but then by the second, and yeah. maybe because I watched them back to back, I know did if You're too. like this, but when yeah. I binge watch things, I yes. I wonder would I be as into it if I w- had to sit and wait a week in between <laughs> yes. the way people used to have to watch yes. TV. Yes, but but with the second one, I I was. Definitely. And, and I love Reese Witherspoon's oh, character. Oh, my gosh. She is a hot mess yes. with a mouth on her. Love and it. Complicated. I, I love her.
0: So complicated. Yes. I love her. And you can and just I, see, you know, particularly in the complicated aspect I love is that conflict. And you can see yes. she's like, I know I should be good. And if I'm not good, obviously there's real consequences. My star isn't really rising because I have a mouth and... Right. Uh, I I just love that conflict. And she just can't out. help herself. She can right. she, she
1: she's can't. telling herself one thing, but when she yes. gets worked up, you yes. see her, and she just unravels and the yes. mouth goes. And yeah. <laughs> and I mean that in the best possible yes. way.
0: Yes. Yes. Um, and I love, I love how it. she's got the little southern thing going yes. on. I love it. I'm I'm totally. I'm into
1: it. I'm into I it. I mean, and and to have both those women and have. Oh yes! Yeah. Right. Jennifer oh sure. Aniston and to be produced by them. Yes. And it's yes. just—it's exciting. So I definitely think we should do it. Okay. Well, absolutely. Then, then it's. I'm all in. Out. We'll just
0: have to figure out what show it goes on. By the way, how about the end of that second episode when Oh Jennifer Aniston best. gets up? Oh, she so
1: good. So turns good. the table. Yes! Takes matters yes. into her own hands. Yes.
0: And yeah. I know our show focuses on complicated women but Billy Crutup and uh, Mark Duplass I like their characters they're mm-hmm. not the one-dimensional asshole
1: executive right it's... I even like Steve Carell who is actually supposed to be right, the, the villain joke. asshole <laughs> yes yes he is you know the Matt Lauer yes, uh, or yes, whatever yes. but I even like him. And I don't think he's so one-dimensional. And he's obviously not been in it that much yet. Right. But the scenes I've seen, I, I don't know. I, I think they're all, you're right, even the male characters yes. are just multi-dimensional, which yes. is what you want in a character.
0: I mean, and it's real life. Hello? Yes. Right?
1: <laughs> yes.
0: All right, what else? I was, just before we started scrolling through Jessica Knowles Instagram stories and you'll love this and it's especially uh, did you see it or no
1: no is it uh, something with her bulldog or I, was it her no. casino night party it, that she it went was to? the casino night yeah yes. I, saw
0: that. I know how you're partial to the bulldogs but yes. it's the casino night and she talks about how she doesn't have anything to wear very very mm-hmm. on yes. brand and then yes. she goes next screen is her actually at the casino table and she's blowing on the dice and she says men told me I had hot hands and then the best one the next screenshot is before i rolled someone asked me if i felt lucky and i got to say i felt like the luckiest luckiest girl girl alive
1: alive. it was i did see that that is perfect i love that and how awesome is that if that's the name of your book that you get to just drop it in in regular conversation
0: (laughs) and i love that it was just on a story as we're getting ready to release our Luckiest Girl Alive episode. I mean, she doesn't refer back to it, especially not sort of fondly or sweetly in that way. Like that was kind of sweet and cute. Yeah. And she doesn't do that a lot. So I felt like that was a good omen for our episode.
1: It was. And, you know, I have a similar scrolling through Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Um, thing The Goodreads people's choice awards have you seen that it is the voting season now for that Mm -hmm. so i checked out the nominees for best fiction and normal people by sally rooney is on there so of course but i i felt like that was a good sign and then i clicked first of all i'm just happy to also see how many of these books are written by women yes um and then I clicked over to historical fiction, which in my mind was not what, what it obviously is. Right. It, it, I'm not usually a fan. Right. But Daisy Jones is on oh, there. Oh, nice. Okay, right? good. So we're going to be talking about that. Yes. And you know what I realized about historical fiction, at least according to the Goodreads Awards? Yeah. Clearly, it just must mean books written in another <laughs> Gener- yeah. generation or <laughs> right, time because right. it's not what I think of, of historical fiction either no. because there's the new Jojo Moyes book on there so there's things that are I mean okay. that is set in a in right a, and then there's mystery and suspense and? mystery and thriller tell me well not from our list but we could consider it but an anonymous girl is oh yes I read there, that yes I read which, that one uh, with Greer Hendricks. so yes yes Oh
0: good I know That's exciting A lot of good stuff through Instagram We're
1: seeing a lot of links to the things we're chatting about
0: I know I love that kind of sort of serendipitous crossover Yes So those are all nominated for Goodreads Best Mm -hmm.
1: I guess I should vote
0: Mm -hmm. Yes for sure I'm sure you can probably vote like 700 times
1: a day So you're already (laughs) behind Kate
0: (laughs) (laughs) Probably you're right Do you want to talk about Taylor Swift? How about some- I do want to talk about Taylor yes. Swift because I
1: loved that Rolling Stone good. article you sent me. Okay, good. So- And as we've pointed out, we could legitimately do an entire podcast on Taylor Swift. And I'm not yes. saying we might not someday, yes, but I <laughs> right think, now we're
0: just chatting. I kind of think we should, but right, for now we'll start with books and TV and movies. But Taylor Swift is is one of the best- Of the complicated women, and her music, the way her storytelling in her lyrics and her
1: songwriting, she puts it all out there. She and the way she's a boss lady. I mean, and she's been since she was basically a teenager. Uh, Yes, I mean, directing her career and every aspect of Mm -hmm. everything that comes out about her in terms of marketing and production, everything is is her brainchild. Yes. She's amazing. Cause how yeah. old is she now? She's still barely even old. She is. She. she I. She turns thirty in December. I wasn't, okay. Not that I was
0: counting. But this Rolling Stone interview, I just thought had so many good nuggets in there. Oh yeah. Did anything stand out to you?
1: Well, she does talk about what I was just saying about yep. being the mastermind of yep. her own business. She's such a boss lady, and yeah. What I love is she's finally owning it. Yes. Uh, Sort of like we talked about with Jessica Noll and and the I want to be rich piece. Like Mm -hmm. she's saying she used to be, and maybe this was a function of her age too, but I think it's just a function of a lot of females that she felt like she had to sort of apologize for it or pretend that she wasn't really the one downplaying all the strings. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And now she realizes, you know, that she's just not, gonna be like that anymore basically what she said is i felt for a very long time that people don't want to think of a woman in music who isn't just a happy talented accident yes. mm-hmm. and i think that's true in a lot of industries not just in yeah. music and oh yeah and she didn't you just kind of have to be like she said all oh, shucks like this just happened to me when of yeah. course it didn't just happen yeah. it happened because of everything she did to make it happen
0: yeah i i think it's so interesting that she has such a i mean she's obviously a millennial but she has almost a gen x experience because she started in in the industry so young
1: yeah that
0: she's really been in there you know in business when certain things were appropriate or certain things were not appropriate and this idea of this was a team effort instead of really owning her own strengths she experienced that firsthand right. something that really knocked me off my feet which was something we haven't talked about a lot she said since I was 15 years old if people criticized me for something I changed it so Mm -hmm. you realize you might be this amalgamation of criticisms that were hurled at you and not an actual person who's made any of these choices themselves
1: yeah that was an amazing holy
0: that's so aware So it it's so true and it's so aware for a 29-year-old to really understand that I I was pretty blown away cuz that's something that people don't really realize till I mean that's ge- the genesis of a midlife crisis is when you realize who have I been living my life for? What have I been doing? And I also just love an amalgamation of criticisms that were hurled at you. Right. It just so So good. And then the interviewer sort of references her line, the old Taylor can't come to the phone right now because she's dead. And Taylor says, there's a part of me that definitely is always going to be different. I needed to grow up in so many ways. I needed to make boundaries to figure out what was mine and what was the public's. That old version of me that shares unfailingly and unblinkingly with a world that is probably not fit to be shared with. I think that's gone. And you can see it with this record and also with her current relationship with Joe, I think that she has found a really sweet spot because she's still sharing. The lyrics on so many songs of Lover, This the the album, are really showing you inside her relationship how it happened, how they fell in love, and what they mean to each other now. She's not being guarded. She's not writing about something that's very generic it's oh
1: absolutely yeah not. it's still very personal
0: but she's managing to keep part of her life private and interestingly as we've talked about uh, with normal people with Sally Rooney authors can do that songwriters yes. we don't give them as much opportunity they fall more into the celebrity category because yeah. because they're on stage and
1: Well, and Taylor doesn't help herself any and the reporter calls her out on it. You know, you write more personally than most, meaning you want to keep things private. But we all know that your songs are so clearly about people or things that we know about. Now, you know, she says that's for her she's like that's of course that's how I deal with things so they right. are deeply personal to me personal to me that doesn't mean I need to talk about my personal life yeah. for me I do it through my songs and I think yeah. she also said she realized early on that no matter what she did everyone was gonna try and guess
0: right what she was talking we- about or
1: who that was so yes. she might as well again back yes. to her genius yes. marketing yes she yes. might as well play into that yes yeah right I mean people yeah. are gonna do and it and anyway I mean that's what they tell when you start writing any
0: basic writer's advice is write what you know right so that's what she does she writes what she knows she writes exactly what she's going through who she's in love with where she met up with them what color their eyes are my goodness i wonder if we know what color <laughs> joe's eyes are yeah i do
1: <laughs> yeah and it's, i and i have seen on two albums many pictures now yeah exactly exactly, exactly. she is part. she she admits in here that she's never had therapy but she All what she does is she talks to her mom. Yes. uh, You know, endlessly. But you're right for someone. I'm not that saying you have to have therapy to be this self-aware, but she certainly talks as if she's engaged in tremendous amounts of Mm self-reflection. And I love the part where she talked about um, how it's a lot easier for a woman to attain power than to maintain it. Yes, Right. People want to, you know, like Women who are trying to get power and maybe on the upswing. Yes. But then once you're in that position, they just want to tear you down. Yes. Yes. Which I think is why we definitely need to do a season on women in power and how they're portrayed in books, TV and movie. Because it is, you know, she says it's easier to get power than to keep it. Yes, It's easier to get a claim than to keep it. It's mm-hmm. easier to get attention than to keep it. Mm-hmm. And the minute you do get those things, they just want to take it away. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. criticize and, yes, you know. Yes. So, yes. Then, and
0: see her fall and then have, you know, be just overly critical of everything she's doing just and she's to so take her down. Sen-
1: right. And she says that she's obviously very sensitive mm. and does wants to be the good girl yes. and wants to please and so criticism to her has always just been so much yes. worse in yes. some way and like you said that amazing quote where then she just started changing herself yes yes and i also
0: like how she in that same part she acknowledges that i've had my insecurities say those things and things a thousand times worse so she gets it and
1: nobody's more critical she says yeah than she is on herself yes Exactly. So. Oh, and then yes. Kanye. Her and Kanye. Oh, that saga. That's you know, saga. but that's what she says. She's like, I'm, I, you see, that's a perfect example of how I deal with things. I stood there like a deer in headlights. Mm-hmm. She's like, I didn't know what to do she was just so stunned yes and you know other people would have reacted differently but she's like i you you see my face go blank yes and she's like that's how i am with conflict like it takes me a few minutes to realize sort of what's happened to me yeah well you know
0: kate like like us she is a fire sign oh so- no, corinne you've just yeah. led
1: into one of my favorite oh, parts yay, yay. and something else i want to talk about but okay yeah one of my favorite parts was her talking about her and Katy Perry <laughs> sitting down to talk, <laughs> yes, right? Which yes. we all know they had this feud, which mm-hmm. this the song "Bad Blood." But they've reconciled. She describes how they sat down and had a really, really long discussion, I think, about a lot of things, but where they literally reference their astrological signs. Yes. And Katy Perry's like, I'm a Scorpio. Yes. <laughs> you know, like Scorpios just strike when they feel threatened. Yeah. And and she says, Well, I'm an archer. She's a Sagittarius. Yeah. And we just literally stand back, assess the situation, process how we feel about it, raise a bow. Pull and- it back and fire. Yes. I like think of all the steps yes. you do, whereas a Scorpio's got their claws and just pinches. Right. Yes. Yes. And yes. so react. I just just had this vision in my mind of two badass women like Katy Perry and Taylor Swift finally Making amends and sitting around talking about their astrological signs and what that means by the way for how I, they deal I, he, with conflict. Yes.
0: I also really loved I can't find it right now, but I love the way she sort of set it up. She was like basically she was like, uh Katie Perry and I were talking about our astrological signs. Of course we were. So yeah. she's sort of like, <laughs> Of course we were <laughs> Oh as, my god. As you would expect we were doing.
1: Right. Of course. I love um, that. Which we can keep talking about, Taylor, but I did read this no, yeah. article that I wanted to which as so I have to talk to you about this. So you know yeah. how much I love astrology. Yeah. And how much you love astrology. Yes. And it's not just because I think that we have the two best astrological signs. Right. I really <laughs> it's do. Not just I believe that. I believe that Leo <laughs> is hands down the best sign, <laughs> which is what I am. But if I had to be something else, I'd pick an Aries, which you are. Yes. And I really
0: believe that. I and
1: I I don't doubt you. <laughs> of course. So you and I've always been like this. Yes. I've been into it since high school. Yep. I know. I it's sort of a closet thing that I'm interested in that I don't necessarily talk about. I do with you because I know you yes. share a similar interest but You know, usually I find that people think you're weird. So, you know, that's why I love that in a Rolling Stone magazine article, you've got Taylor Swift talking about it. You know, like, yeah, of course, me and Katie were talking about our astrological signs. But there was an article that came out a couple weeks ago in the new yorker Mm -hmm. which just made me feel so much better about myself it said it's called astrology in the age of uncertainty Mm. and the sub um, title is millennials who see no contradiction between using astrology and believing in science are fueling a resurgence of the practice love it and the whole article is about how astrology is now just gone totally mainstream there's just a broad cultural acceptance it's something people talk about openly astrological memes are the most popular of any there are all these apps now that people rave about so i thought this now was a totally normal thing to talk about until i (laughs) mentioned it at work in front of men and this is what i wanted to ask you is astrology just a woman's interest a woman's interest that's interesting
0: i i don't know so i had a similar experience recently but it was with a writing group and so i would never raise this amongst anyone that I work with in law or finance right. but I was taking a class so I thought I'm in a safe place here I l- literally went around the table and asked everybody their sign and they all thought I was crazy by the way class there was only one st- straight white man so this was. And did he think it was total rubbish I he didn't I th- they all looked at me like I was crazy oh, every okay. every so woman everybody. every everyone So, and it was across generations too. It really wasn't, so I don't know, despite the New Yorker article, I'm not sure how mainstream it really is, but... Well, maybe with millennials? No, I'm telling you, there were were more than, it was only, it was a small group, but there were three millennials. So it wasn't, it wasn't a generational thing, but they all kind of looked at me like I was crazy. Now, maybe I just am crazy, but, and maybe it was my my complete exuberance over the topic right
1: right right, right. well and, yes. and
0: maybe it was the way I was like oh you're that I you're that sign I don't want to talk to you anymore you started judging them I, I mean
1: <laughs> the article says that of, of course I app, did Kate that's why I asked I know I wanted to know oh. who I was gonna like and who I wasn't gonna like oh believe me I do the same thing I'm like oh yeah you're <laughs> yeah that. no yeah, I don't like right. that no but that co-star app which uh, some of the young millennials in, that I work with were talking about this app. It does say in this article that 80% of the users are female. Oh, okay. So maybe it is. And then I know, and I tried to um, Google it, mm-hmm. and it does appear, again, real research here, some yeah. some websites off Google, <laughs> but that it does seem to be more popular among females, but This New Yorker article also did like a historical look. Apparently Teddy Roosevelt used to keep his birth chart on his table, Charles de Gaulle.
0: Yes. Ronald
1: Reagan's chief of staff said that a Reagan consultant an astrologer before virtually every major move. So it can't be that it's only a woman thing. I just feel like when the men that I know yeah. when it comes up, it's not like they're just like, yeah, yeah I'm not that intuitive. They are just adamant that really? it is completely useless. And <gasps> there was a guy, he was like, I don't even know what my sign is. I'm like, are you serious? Oh, that's a problem. Right. Thanks. And then I was like, so what's your birthday? I'll tell you. <laughs> yes, of course. He's like, how do you know that? I'm like, yeah. how do you not? Right. It's 12 months. I mean, it's not a big, it's 12 signs, 12 months. Oh. You can figure it out. Right. So I don't know. I, I don't think. I, I, I don't want it to be just a female thing. Right. But you just named many men and
0: men in I power know. and men who are widely respected and, and widely known. Yes. So maybe yeah. they're just keeping it under wraps.
1: I mean. So would it, would it be fun for us to look up our authors or our women behind oh, the women interesting and see what their there. astrological signs oh, are? Oh, Done we need yes to, we need to don't get we on need that. to do this we need to get on that all right sure. i did one quick check because yes. we i was watching fleabag yeah and phoebe waller bridges is a cancer tell me
0: that doesn't surprise me yeah. that doesn't surprise me that's interesting though um i want to know what jessica Knoll is yeah I know and Sally Rooney Sally Rooney you're right okay, we're gonna have we're to, gonna look this up we're gonna have to get on this this is um, a new
1: segment oh yeah <laughs> what's your sign yes exactly oh I love it I love
0: it right after what's your damage what's your damage is yeah. the bad stuff what's your sign is the good stuff
1: right and then we'll realize that their sign was probably the part reason of their why damage. That, yes part of their damage or at least why they
0: handled it the way they did
1: Well, and you know, what's funny. This article also says that it's become a way to sort of describe someone to them without being insulting. So instead of saying, Mm. you know, you're such an attention whore and everything's about you, you say to your friend, oh, I mean, you're a Leo. So of course you like the spotlight, (laughs) you know, and then it's more palatable. (laughs) Yes. I
0: personally, I'm a a three pronged (laughs) person. I like to know your astrological sign. I like to know your birth order.
1: Oh, yes. You do like that.
0: I do because I think that does factor into... I I have a friend who's a Libra and I'm like, gosh, you're so not a Libra. And then I'm like, oh, because you're the baby. Yes. It makes more sense.
1: I know someone who's an Aries, but... Uh, it is a middle child, yes. and I'm like, oh, because you don't seem like an Aries, but oh, but middle child's got a lot of issues. Yes, <laughs> that's <laughs> or whatever. Right.
0: Yes, and and I'm totally blanking on what my third prong is. I'll have to come back on that. But
1: oh, is it um not your? Uh, oh my God, what is that? Not the love languages. What is that other
0: Myers? The Myers Briggs. Myers Briggs. Yeah, is I it don't that? know no? enough. I don't know enough about that. Oh, okay. I know mine, but I don't know if somebody comes at me with i I'm like, I don't even know what that means. I don't know right, what that right. means for
1: you. Yeah, I, I only the E and the I. I mean, I get the extrovert, introvert, but then right. you're right. The other ones, I always forget what the letter stands but,
0: for. And also, I don't know what the combination like together says, you know, if someone... And there's too
1: many combinations. There
0: are, there's 16. It's It's, yeah, it's, it's not much. quite as, it's not quite as, uh, as clean for me. But birth order is an easy shortcut. And so anyway, my point was it's your astrological sign isn't the end all be all but it is a nice easy starting point now you want to tell me all the ways you're not like your sign or you're definitely like your sign I can work with that but it's it's a nice sort of very basic starting point okay like this right. is this is how you're coming at me because you're a Pisces you know or whatever it is so uh, that's why I I love it I'm a big fan Oh yeah, yeah, amen. What else? Since we're we're doing Fleabag and that one's coming up, and I'm I'm doing my my research for it now, and I started watching the second episode of the first season.
1: Oh, do you, you remember? You mean the first episode of the second season? No, nope. second. episode. Oh, the second episode of the first, first season. season. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just watched it's, it recently.
0: Yeah, it starts with her on. I guess I guess probably it's the tube. I was going to say the subway. Yes,
1: with with the. Uh, people uh, yes doing that. So, Ooh, yeah. yes I uh-huh. love the that
0: creepy music they're sort of laughing but it's not clear if they're laughing at her it's or like, what it is but she's just having this moment of like, what is going on around me then she just turns to the oh, camera yeah, yeah. and I goes I think I'm on my period yes I think my period's <laughs> coming and <laughs> I just I had that this week I had that and it wasn't quite the same but it was there are different times of, say, the month or whatever, depending on my mood, every single morning I walk into a packed subway car. So why some mornings it looks like people are coming at me, hitting me, pushing me. And then other days I feel like I'm dancing through the subway and everyone's like parting ways for me. And it's so funny how you see things every day. And I love all of her little sort of snippet scenes like that it has nothing to do with the plot it has nothing to do with the show but it's just sort of very fleabag right right and
1: and i just took it as how much she sort of feels things right uh, yeah
0: i mean i don't don't know i don't know i just took it as sometimes that's the way it is sometimes i walk onto the subway and i think everyone is gunning for me i'm getting slammed left and right and then other days, like I said, I practically think there's music and the sun is definitely shining, which it doesn't do underground. So <laughs> I'm like... Right. Or you went
1: running for it and the, the usually the will oh, be the bad day where yes. the doors just close. Yes. But this one, like someone's yeah. holding it open for yes. you. Yes. And, yeah. So yeah, that's, I that's had that awesome. moment this
0: week. Unfortunately, it was the bad one where everyone was like, really, I could hear that music in my head as like slam left, slam right, slam left. Like, right.
1: Oh. I mean, Jeez. you know how I'm feeling about Fleabag. My poor friend said she wasn't that into it, and yeah. I almost <laughs> took her head off. I, I was like, "What do you mean you're just not I that know. into it?" I know. Like, it's and then I started acceptable. ranting and giving all the reasons. I'm like, "Well, she's like, I only watched the first two episodes," and I'm like, "Oh, and that's then I start not enough." Rattling off, no, I start rattling off all yes. the amazing things that I think happened, even in those two episodes. Yes, that. I believe, should make you want to keep watching. And, if, and honestly, though, I've said if, you, if you're not, if you can't see how good it is already, then you don't deserve to watch it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh,
1: this... I was just so dramatic about it. I don't know why. but uh,
0: Well, I mean, we'll, we are going to have a field day when, when, when we come to that episode. Um, I'm very, yeah. I'm very excited for it. And that's another one where I really love Fleabag the show. But when you get getting into Phoebe, I mean, I would just tunnel anywhere to read anything about her. I want to listen to her. I want to hear the way she thinks. I want to hear the way she talks. I want to hear what's on her mind.
1: I I was just going to say, of all the women we've done behind the scenes so far, I mean, obviously, Nora Ephron, I would have loved to sat down with her. but yes. Phoebe like oh. if I could have a drink with Phoebe yes I, it would be yes. yeah it yes. would be awesome and I love the British accent I and know she's just, it's good yes I know she's got like a twinkle in her eye like she there's like does. a little like m- did you watch her open SNL I I did her yes I did. I did I did yeah it was yeah. all. she was with Taylor Swift
0: yes of course that's why i was like of course i, I watched know. it
1: <laughs> how would yeah, i how could i possibly miss that episode she's Impossible. definitely one i would want to hang
0: out with i agree but kate we're just gonna have to settle for didn't you, you were the one who emailed me you were like we'll just be phoebe and her writing partner uh, vicky jones yes so we'll we just will be the new we're just gonna phoebe be and vicky well, we yes. don't have to be the new or the old we'll just be another version we'll be the american version yes <laughs> yes deal All right, good. Perfect. Okay, one last thing before we go. I'm reading the Chanel Miller Know My Name book. And I am not only a big fan of the book, but I'm such a big fan of her Instagram account. Apparently, I've been following it. Good. Oh, good. One of her most recent posts was about a photo shoot she was doing here in New York, which she felt very out of place. I'm going to read it. I have it in front of me. She has her cute little doodles. And She says, my stylist brought out a stunning white suit for me to try on. And she shows Jimmy Choo pumps and this ring that says karma. And then she says, I don't see a shirt, but like nothing underneath? Or how do I sew no bra for my ninnies? (laughs) And she says, I imagined for a moment if I showed up to court in it, what the jury might have said. Your Honor, Mm. I spot a nip. But then I heard the funky beats they were playing. I smelled the hot coffee they were brought me. I saw people setting up to take a beautiful portrait. And I realized this isn't court. Court is over. This is my life. The the next slide is, what the heck? This is my youth. My skin is as smooth as a freshly popped baby. Then the last slide is a picture of her not a doodle it's a real portrait of her in that white suit first of all it's there's no nip there's no Mm. real it's not even really side boob it's very tasteful but it is it's plunging and it's it's staring but she's standing there with her arms crossed and not arms crossed defensive arms crossed like come at me I will take you down it's so beautiful you should go look at that if you haven't already I, oh, I definitely will. No, yeah. the
1: doodles after you had mentioned yeah. it before, I went and looked amazing. Yeah, they're
0: they're very fun and cute and so smart and self aware and always really interesting sort of nuggets of of a takeaway. But this one, I was so surprised to see an actual picture of her, and I was right. just so and standing there again, arms crossed, like go ahead, come at me, I don't oh, care. Yeah. I'm so powerful. It was it was. Oh, that's great. Yeah, you got to check that out.
1: I will definitely check it out.
0: All right, Kate. Well, I always love chatting with you. I can come at you with anything. Yes, Yes. I'm ready. Yes. Yes, you are.
1: This has been Pop Fiction Women with Corinne and Kate. If you loved this episode, please leave a review. And if you hated it, email us. We want to hash it out.
0: Love us or hate us, don't forget to subscribe to our show
1: wherever you get your podcasts. And keep it confident.